Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. You are in for a treat today. We are talking about a topic that, as you know, I don't talk about because it's not my favorite thing, but I found somebody who's really good at it and can share a lot of great information with us. So her name is Jessica Rule, and I have known her for a few months, but I've been so impressed. She is a CEO of New Client, and she's also, just for fun, a past Mrs. Illinois. So uh, just a little fun tip for her, but I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about her background. I love the fact that similar to me, she has a brick and mortar business, a number of them, and also uh, does some things online, but she's going to share some great things that I get asked about all the time. So Jessica, if you could share a little bit about yourself, your background and how you got to where it is that you are today doing what you do, that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. So um, my name is Jessica. I'm the CEO, like you said, of New Client, which is a social media and lead generation company, particularly for people in the weight loss and health industry. Um, we've been doing it for quite a while. So we've been in business probably about eight years now. Um, and just through the last year, I've opened up five of my own locations for um, weight loss, body contouring and anti-aging. And so it's been fantastic. It's been a lot of work and a lot of fun, um, but definitely something that is a fantastic industry that I, I'm going to continue to deep dive into because it's just it's just so great. You can't beat it. You know, you really can't on all ends. So, yeah, that's that's really what we're doing right now, for sure. Right. And you said five of um, mm-hmm. your own. And are they where are they located? So we have um, two in Utah. Mm-hmm. We have um one in California currently. We have another one in California opening in the next month, and we have one in Chicagoland. And so okay. we'll be that one opening in California next month will be fantastic. And then we'll have two more opening in Utah in November. That's awesome. Now we yeah. want to know the details about uh, paid marketing because, as uh, the listeners know, I talk a lot about organic marketing. It's so funny um, because you and I are opposites. I love content, oh, I, I love organic marketing. <laughs> <laughs> And I do not like paid <laughs> advertising. <laughs> yeah. so. We were talking about this before. I yeah. hate organic marketing. I hate it. It's just, I think, oh, this is one of those love-hate situations, right? Like you either love it and you're great at it or like you just hate it. I hate it. I just can't. I can't do it. It's too, it's just out of my wheelhouse. So yeah. I, I can't do it. Well, one of the reasons why myself and sometimes other physicians or practice owners don't like paid advertising is because it seems like oftentimes you'll pay all this money for someone to do an advertising campaign. And what happens is your phone doesn't ring. You don't actually get new clients like the name of your business, yeah. but instead you just get, you know, impressions or a certain number of like, you yeah. know, sort of vanity statistics yeah. that don't really make a difference. So I really want you to share some of your tips for how you actually use paid advertising, what are the tricks of the trade that actually turn paid advertising into paying clients and new patients that we can serve? Yeah, absolutely. So you're exactly right. So the, 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 it's problematic in the industry because the industry is full of a lot of young kids in their basement doing certain things, you know, and trying to get ads going and, and figure out how to get that done. And those leads don't equate to appointments. I mean, you can get all the leads in the world, but it doesn't equate to appointments. So what I found and the reason why the business is called new client is 
what we found was that we could get all of the patients in the world and pass them to the office, but it, we could not control that that became an appointment. And generally you wouldn't have anyone in the office designated to booking those appointments. You know what I mean? Like they weren't salespeople. They were normally front office staff that were front office for a reason, right? They wanted to be there. They they didn't like the pressure of sales. They, you know, so that's a difference between, you know, giving a basketball to um, an NBA player and telling him to slam dunk it as a salesperson or giving the basketball to like me and telling me to slam dunk it with no experience. Yeah, that's not, you're going to have zero ROI on that because that whole thing wasn't completed, right? The whole strategy wasn't completed. And so in full disclosure, when we started the business, we were, um, you know, eight years ago when paid was new, we were generating leads and then here's your Google sheet. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) And then when they're saying, Hey, we're paying you all this money because the ad spend alone is not cheap, you know, mm-hmm. um, and we're not getting appointments, you know, that that's tough. So, so we figured out um, a couple things. One, you need to generate the leads and in the weight loss and body contouring space, it's tough. It, it really is because there's that very fine line of what's acceptable and what isn't. And that, that is a line that's always moving and changing and you could get shut down tomorrow for what was acceptable last week, you know? So, um, so that, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, a, a line that's hard to keep up with. And so um, if you're running your own business, you shouldn't spend all your time doing that. I mean, that's just the reality. You would be wasting your money. Um, and then, so, so we, we figured out how to do that. We have contacts within all of these social media organizations and Google um, that keep us updated before it even comes out of what's happening, what the changes are. And then if an algorithm shuts us down, we're able to call in and they switch it back on. Um, within like 30 minutes. Um, But then the differentiator then was, um, okay, we have these leads. You have to be able to close the lead. And to give that to the offices to close that lead, um, it was too much up in the air. You know, a lot of times in your clinic, you're not sitting in front of a computer all day. If you are sitting in front of a computer all day, you are not making money, right? So that's a bad sign. Um, So what we figured out was, okay, could we get an incentivized sales team that was 100% commission and they would get paid on the appointments that they made and they were sales people. So sales people, as you know, um, are out there hunting all the time. They're cold calling all day long and doing all these different things. Well, if all they have to do is call on a lead that has expressed interest and they have to follow up with them eight to 12 times and talk to them and do all those things a lot easier than cold calling all day long to people that express no interest. Right. Right. So, so that's a differentiator is when we figured that out to train people on how to make those appointments and then put them directly on our office's calendar then the only job for the office then from paid advertising is to take that lead and sell them, right? And that's really what you want from paid advertising. That's not generally what you get. Um, and so by creating that next piece that's like, I, I really don't want anyone touching anything until they show up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let us do this. And then we could qualify and say, okay, from what you're spending with us, I can guarantee you X amount of appointments that then gives you as a clinic owner, a lot more peace of mind. And so once, you know, in new client, we were able to figure that out 
and figure out that system. And I saw I could get X amount of people in the door every single month. And that then, you know, learning how to sell those people, it, it made no sense for me not to invest my own money into it, right? Because sure. anti-aging weight loss health is so huge right now, especially after COVID. The key factor to all of it is can you get people through the door? And so once we knew we could get people through the door, I'm like, forget it. I'm going <laughs> to invest in it all, you know, because it's such a fantastic industry. And I think that's where that, that differentiator and, and where that missing piece is, is nobody's selling them, nobody's trained on it. And the people that oftentimes the offices are giving it to are either um, not interested at all, the front office, or if it's outsourced, it's from, you know, to India or, you know, the Philippines or something like that, that they can't even take payments or qualify it either. And so I, I think that that's the key there and, and why, you know, a lot of people don't like to invest in it because they can't qualify, you know, that yeah. amount of money yeah. that they're making back. And you've even taken it a step further in terms of uh, taking the team at the practice and doing some sales training with them for what to do with this person who still is pretty much a cold lead walking through your door to really uh, warm them up. I know we, we do a lot of that in our practice and we're used to doing it a lot with weight loss surgery and medical weight loss. And we've added some other uh, revenue streams and uh, it's, it's not always easy, not something everyone likes to do because as clinicians, we don't don't like being salesy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We just want to come in ready. So no, a hundred percent. And you know, that sales piece, especially if it's a cash practice and there is a, a different sales component. Now I was really, really lucky to have run the marketing for hundreds of, of clinics throughout the U S and Canada that I saw our best performers and what they were doing. And, um, it was very similar in all the things that they were doing and the way they were doing their sales process. So then by taking all of that and putting it into one system, testing it in my own clinics, documenting it. Now I can you know, give it to all of our clients because like if, even if I'm bringing you patients and uh, we're bringing 20 in the door or one new every single day and you're selling zero, I am a liability, right? <laughs> Not right. an asset, which means I'm out the door. So luckily, you know, with our business as it is, our goals are aligned. We all want the same thing, which is for the clinics to make money because if the clinics make money, I keep my job. So I'm going to do everything I can aside from walking in there and selling it myself to make sure you make money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like also the fact that as I've talked with you, you know, and I I don't like uh, you when you work with someone who's not really hard sales, I think you're also able because you provide the same services, you're also able to kind of take that hard sales and soften it so that you really do have the best interest of the patient at heart because uh, you're committed and you want them to do well. So it's not just a sale to you. I can tell it's, it's also, uh, you know, really doing the right thing for the patient, getting them in the door, showing the benefits, and then really getting them a great outcome. Yeah, that's exactly right. Cause think about it. Um, we live in a society right now where no one goes anywhere. And we talk about this all the time. You and I do Carol, we're like, you don't even like go to the grocery store, right? You're ordering everything online tonight. Guarantee you, I'm going to grub hub, you know, like I'm just, we're, we're just busy. We don't want to leave. We don't want to do anything. And Amazon like boxes up to here every day. Um, 
So if you're in a situation where somebody has shown interest online, they put their information in, they've talked to our people, we've tracked them down, they've finally talked to our people, they prepaid for that appointment, they've shown up for their appointment, that's an indicator to you that they want to help themselves and they want something from you. And so you know that those are efforts that were made that, okay, 15 years ago, if those efforts were made, it wouldn't be as important, as impactful, and as telling as it is today, right? Mm -hmm. So because of that, I know if someone's coming into us and showing up, they really want help, right? They want help for themselves. They just want a better quality of life, and they're hoping you can help them. So then your job is to help them and help them get out of their own way. Because the reality with health and with weight loss and everything else, if they don't take care of it today, it will not get better. It will be compoundly worse in a year. And then they're going to come back with even more steps that they need to take. Right. So then we're sitting here like, I can help you. We know we can help you. Let's talk about this. Okay. What is it that you're afraid of? You know, whether they say it's money or other things like that, it never is. Do you think this is going to work for you? Have you tried everything up to this point? And, and that's where I feel like why I love this industry so much is because it truly does change people's lives, mm-hmm. not only like their physical and health, but like their mental and then their quality of life. So if you feel good about yourself and you don't feel like you're a prisoner of your own body, you then um, everything of your day is better. You just enjoy your life more. And how simple is that to help them get out of their own way? They're already coming to you wanting something, you know, mm-hmm. it's different than like selling a car, you know, that's not going to change your life, but like, you know right. what I mean? but the, the pure joy people have leaving you mm-hmm. knowing that you can help them. I don't know. It's just really rewarding. And that's why I feel very fortunate to be in this industry as I'm sure everybody else does as well. You know? Right. Right. Well, now I want to, I want you to, um, Bill, a little bit of information about the different platforms that are out there. So I'd like to know, can you share like the platforms that you're using and which ones you find to be the most successful in terms of advertising uh, when it comes yeah. to social media and, uh, and that sort of thing? So a lot of that is dependent on who your audience is. So for me personally, I like to target women and, and men that are 40 and older, uh, simply because these type of things that we offer um, are a lot more beneficial for them. You know, as you're aging, as you, you know, your bodies are different, you just need supplemental help and um, you just go through that change of life and just things are going on. So, so I personally like to do that. I also feel um, that a lot of the cosmetic and weight loss is generally advertised to a younger population, which I Mm -hmm. don't understand why. If you see any of the marketing out there, it's like a 19 year old girl that looks amazing going like, eh, like, <laughs> yeah. like what? I, it, the, none of that makes sense to me. Um, so because of that, because we're the, going for an older population, we tend to stay on Google, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, those are the ones that we've found that, that do really well in providing information. And then there's a trust factor that's there. You know, if you're going for a younger population, obviously you're going to hit up you know, Twitter and TikTok and some of these other ones um, that I just, I haven't invested. I haven't seen a a great ROI in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And also when we're looking at ROI, you know, we're, we're looking at the revenue coming into the clinic um, at the, at the end of the month. So that's generally what I do personally. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know sometimes I'll uh, work with different groups and they're spending a lot of, of money just on AdWords and, you know, other things like that because the algorithms are frustrating uh, for social media, but still you're getting good results on social media, obviously. There's a difference. So, so um, AdWords and Google is more for like poll marketing. So poll marketing is when somebody is looking up and they're searching for something and you tend to pop up because they're already looking. So you're pulling them in from them already searching. Um, those tend to be more expensive because they're a lot more targeted in that way. Um, and then those people that are searching those things are price shopping. So they're going to compare you to everyone else. Social media is the first type of marketing ever in existence that has push pull marketing, right? Push is, I mean, you're in marketing, you know, push is like billboards, radio ads, TV. I'm going to push my information out there. Pull marketing is pulling their information back to you. Social media is the only one in existence as it is now that will push information out and you can pull the information from that client, potential client in with simultaneously, right? So because of that, we like to use that a lot where we disrupt the people. They may have searched something, you know, a day or two ago about weight loss or whatever, but we're going to push it out. They're not looking for us. We'll pull in their information and then we're going to follow up with them and talk to them to increase that trust factor for each of our clients. Um, and that's why it is powerful because those people are buying on emotion. Those people are not buying on research and they're not price shopping. So if you can get them immediately as they're coming in, they're not going to spend a ton of time trying to research every other clinic in your area. If you can get them, give them an irresistible offer and they're walking in your door, then that's an easier sale than somebody that is price shopping. Right. Right. Makes, makes total sense. Um, and I, I assume like, uh, retargeting and all that sort of thing is of course yeah. a part of the whole strategy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It was amazing to me too, because I know uh, most practices, especially when you talk about the front desk, we don't have the time. Well, I guess sometimes in a variety of ways, we make a lot of touch points, but really your average is about eight to 12 touch points. Is that correct? Is yeah. That and that's on the low end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some patience right there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, we try to get everybody as soon as they sign up. And oftentimes, if they never respond to it, we, we just figure they want us to talk to them later, right? They're busy with their kids, they're driving, whatever. I know I'm that way. Um, you know, if they say you know, no, then that's a no. If they say yes, they're in your clinic. Otherwise, we're not giving up on you. So there are people this month particularly that signed up as leads back last year, December, and are mm -hmm. coming in now because we kept following up with them. So if you're giving us your info, we're, we're not giving up on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're you say so no. And then I, I, I respect that. Once there, there's a no, it's like, oh, okay. You know, Don't mean no, as my mom saying. always said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, do you, can you share a little bit about any, it's changing all the time, any, any little bit about trends that you see happening that uh, have been occurring, whether it's uh, related to any aspect of the whole sales process or marketing? Yeah, definitely. So um, everything is becoming more relationship-based and that's why having that sales team is so important because people will put their information in, but they're not going to purchase anything unless you're talking to them where before, you know, people were just buying whatever. 
Um, so people are a little bit more um, wanting to talk to someone, wanting to feel like they're important, wanting to know like that they're important and their money, you know, and them as a patient is important. And so taking that amount of time is important to do, um, you know, organic, like you said, is becoming more and more important, which is why you and I are going to be a well, superhero team. Um, <laughs> right, right. I love <laughs> creating it. Creating content, yeah, that people can go back and consume and that they can gain that trust level is even more important. Story videos, really important, those sort of things. Um, again, the strategy for a local business versus a national one is, um, is different. So, you know, what I do is I tell our clients, like what we do is should not be your end all be all. We are a portion of your marketing strategy, right? But we are not your entire marketing strategy. If I can bring you 20 people a month, that's a portion of your strategy. You need to dominate your entire space of your local community. You should be everywhere, like Geico, right? Nobody knows where they heard of Geico. They just know Geico, right? You can't pinpoint it to a place. And so if you're a local uh, business, definitely be dominating that space for sure. Right, right. I love the fact that, you, you know, paid advertising is one thing and then really that organic getting in front of different um, audiences, making sure that you're in front of them and you're showcasing all the success stories. I mean, yeah. I, I do think that that uh, I, well, sometimes and I'm sure you do, too, how people come in, they'll say, like, I swear, I think I see you everywhere. And, uh, yeah. and yeah. right. And I, I don't even do that much paid, but it's one of those things where when you really work at it and you're consistent, you can really have a huge impact and, uh, um, and really help them in a, in a much deeper way for sure with that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And even with YouTube, like creating YouTube videos and I know like organic videos are, are really important because once they get on that role of watching one for information, then there's another, then there's another, then there's another, you know, and it just keeps going and they want to know more and more and more. And by the time they finish consuming all of that, they're already sold. They're coming into you. And then your job is to not mess it up. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and sometimes it just came in like, here it is. I already know what I want to do. I already know all your services. This is the one that I think is, you know, right, right for me or whatnot, or they have a consult, but it's a much easier conversation. It's so much more comfortable and patient centered for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because, and that's where that organic information is so important. Like what I do, I start the conversation, I can get them in the door, but if you have a fantastic organic presence, if you have videos and information that, you know, as for me, if I can send that to the patients for you, you know, the sale is easy. They're walking in the door already knowing what's going on, who you are, they trust you, you know, so, so that end portion is, is what really seals the deal for the trust. And then they're walking in and it's creating exactly what, you know, most people want, which is here's my money. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then that's really all, all, you know, you have to do. So I, I, both of those aspects are super, super important. And if you're leaving one on the table, you, you're just not making the revenue you could. Right, right. And I don't mean to backtrack here, man, but I was looking through, um, you know, as you and I have talked and your background is, uh, it's, it has a lot of depth to it in terms of working with not profit, not for profit, and and other other uh, different entities and groups. So, yeah. how yeah. how do you think that has uh, influenced your what yeah? You do today? So, um, I guess I would say 
about 10 years ago. Um, I, I just was going through like a really difficult space mm-hmm. and I became a single mom around 2014. So I had three really young little kids and, um, I was able to, you know, I became a single mom, but I mean, I had no money. I had been a stay at home mom up to that point, mm-hmm. no money, nothing. And we were so poor that my son and I, who he was 12 at the time, we were going through and like picking up metal out of people's garbages to sell. And I'm like trying to sell all this information, like all, anything out of my house to just pay because my house was in foreclosure. Um, and I, I had the opportunity, you know, Facebook was new, and, but it was too personal. I knew too many people. So I went on Twitter and started tweeting about what I was learning. And uh, I had like 500 followers or something, not that much. And uh, a man named Sean Gardner uh, contacted me and he said, hey, I, I like what you have to say. I think more people need to hear it. So I'm going to teach you how to navigate social media. Um, and he was Forbes number one social media influencer for that year. So it was definitely something I was blessed with. So he teaches me how to navigate all social media. And all of a sudden, you know, I've got 20,000 followers and then 30,000. It just kept growing and growing. And then um, Huffington Post contacted me and was like, hey, um, we talked to Sean and we see what you're doing. We'd really like um, for you to to um, contribute to like the, these columns, you know, about women. And then I had a publisher contact me and say, hey, I'm writing this book called 20 Beautiful Women. And I really like um, for you to contribute to it. Well, I did. And um, I co-authored this book and it became a bestseller in 2015. And BuzzFeed named it number two for you know, inspiring women. It just, it just kind of exploded from social media. And here I am in my house on my phone, poor, <laughs> like about to lose my house, you know, these yeah. things happening. So, so I got a job. Um, I got a job selling for the yellow pages. Fine. So I interviewed for jobs for two years, could not get a job. I had no experience, you know, I had a, luckily I went to college, you know, but I was out of the workforce for two years or 10 years or however long. And um, finally got a job selling for the yellow pages, which is, was dying at the time. Um, But when, when I was going to sell a lot of these businesses, um, they were like, Hey, we really need social media. And so um, the yellow pages wasn't offering that. So I asked my manager, hey, can I offer this as a side thing, um, social media, because I know how to help them, you know, and said, yeah, it's fine. It's not a conflict of interest. Well, that started to grow. And that's how I was able to work with a lot of different people, because I'm going there to sell them the yellow pages. And they're saying, hey, we'll buy this, but we need social media. So I'm working with a lot of different things, nonprofits. I'm working with um, car dealerships, I'm working with insurance, I'm working with the mayor of our town, you know, doing all these different things. And I did that from um, 9pm to 2am um, and worked my full time job. So I did that for two years, um, while raising these three little kids. Like It was crazy. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. Like so crazy. Um, and so, you know, it got to the point where this, you know, side business of social media um was outperforming my day job in sales and so that's how I was able to like take that jump you know into what I'm doing now and then I started working with um people that were in the weight loss space and we found that um 
we could figure out how to get a lot of these things approved that most people couldn't, right? So like, if you could get it through the red tape, there's no competition. Nobody right. could figure it out. <laughs> That's why we all hate pay. That's why I just like pay. You'll be running for like five months and you're like, what? It's, what? What's wrong with it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's, and that's part took off. So I could, you know, we've been doing all this other stuff and then I'm thinking, okay, we figured this out. And all of a sudden the leads are coming in people are paying and doing all this different stuff. And we're passing these off to our, our um, clients. And so we just deep dived into that weight loss space. Um, and then we integrated having the inside sales team, you know, which mm-hmm. helps sure. everybody. And then through COVID, um, our clients made more money through COVID than pre-COVID. So like through the shutdown, because a lot of them were essential businesses, they stayed open and like their revenue doubled while everyone else was drowning. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking, this is crazy. I need to invest in this, you know? So that's why last August, our first clinic opened and, you know, being on the back end of everything, being very, very fortunate. Like I feel so blessed to be in this industry and in this place. I just feel like, I don't know, there's a purpose to it. It's more than just like revenue and numbers and all of that. Um, and so um, seeing that and, and being able to see what was going on around the country, being able to see how many people were benefited positively because, you know, through COVID, you had to sit at home. You had to sit in your reality which is mm-hmm. like home improvement and self-improvement went through skyrocketing, you know, because these people like for the first time you're sitting in your house and sitting in your body and you can't be distracted from it. And so you saw this massive shift, you know, to, to improving people. And so I, I just feel super fortunate to be involved in it. Um, and had, had I not experienced those things, I think I, I wouldn't, like take it, I don't know, it's a lot more meaningful to me yeah. than um, it would normally. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. That is very inspirational. A couple other takeaways from that, just the fact that you, you know, you, you never stopped. And in all of our conversations, it's like you have this unwavering faith that maybe grew stronger yeah. through all that. And you've, uh, you know, we've talked, a, we won't talk about it here, but we've talked a bit about parenting. You know, I have four kids, mm-hmm. you have that, that uh, a lot, you have six now, but yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> taking some of those life lessons and being able to instill it into our, our children so that they yeah. know that we are resilient people and we, you have to take control and it's all about choices and taking ownership for your life. I really admire that about you. So um, I appreciate that a yeah, lot. Yeah, sorry you had to go through it, but it's really an inspirational story, and I'm so glad that you shared it. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You know, I I, I wouldn't change anything just because I'm such a different person now. You know, and when you're a parent, as you know, like there isn't anything you wouldn't do. So when success is the only option, that's what you do. You know, you figure it out. Like you're not going to allow your kids to starve. You know, so right. you you work a lot harder than you would because it's a purpose bigger than yourself. And I think that equates to a lot of these people coming into our clinics, they they are parents, they are examples to their families, they are doing these things. And so like getting your health in order is so important um, because your family's watching you, you know? So I don't know, I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Really- 
<laughs> well, and you know, sometimes when you're working really hard like that, like I, I remember going back to work two days after our fourth, just because we were getting ready to open a practice. So, but you obviously, um, you can lose sight of taking care of yourself easily. And I know a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are really hard workers. They are driven. Their entrepreneurs are always, their minds are always going. Sometimes we're, we put ourselves last, but obviously, um, you know, you take good care of yourself and can you share just a, a little health tip for people too, since we're sort of in this field, something you do for yourself that you think really makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. So, um, I was super fortunate to have a mom, um, that always took care of herself. Like she exercised and she'd get ready for the day even if it took half hour or whatever, she never seemed to run down. And she would always tell me like, it's almost like oxygen when you're in an airplane and it's going down, like you have to put the oxygen on yourself, then you put the oxygen on the person next to you. And so if you don't have enough for yourself, there's no way you can give what you could to the people that rely on you. And by, you know, always filling up my own cup and, and making sure things are okay. I then have more to give other people. And, and so I was lucky to have that lesson early on. And um, obviously you have too, because you're gorgeous. Thank you. So yeah, for me, like daily exercise is super important. Yeah. Making sure that you take out that time. And if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it's not happening. You know, and having that routine, I'm um, reading every day. I read a lot. I'm eating healthy, the things that, you know, are good for my brain. Um, as I've gotten older, I feel is even more and more important. So brain health, meditation, all of those things to make sure I'm firing on all cylinders. There's no yeah. way to maximize your life if you are not firing on all cylinders within yourself. And so, you know, I'm sure I could do better. It's not like I don't eat cake and <laughs> in bed and binge Netflix on occasion. I know. Uh, for the- Guilty. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for the most part, you know, just trying to live a good, healthy, balanced life. You know, you only have one life. And as an entrepreneur, you're super lucky to be a creator. Like you get to create things that were never in existence before. And the only way that you can be the best for yourself, the best for your team, especially all these people that rely on their income, you know, is on you and their families, um, is if you've taken the time to really relax, make good decisions that are done from a place of peace and, uh, and continue to move forward. And so, you know, I feel it an obligation to make sure I'm at my best so that everybody else can then, you know, have the best for their own lives. Right. Yeah, that's really it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. uh, Sometimes it's hard to take uh, time for yourself, but you feel so much better, obviously, when you do. So that's great. Yeah, Um, it's just an hour a day, right? An hour of just self care in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then your whole day is so much better. Yeah, even if you're pressed in the morning, I think just still taking whatever time it is you can get. You know, you can do. You can get your heart rate up in 10 minutes. Just, you know, I mean, it's not as, as exactly. quite as great, but it's still something that you do for yourself and makes you feel better. So, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, yeah. any other special tips for paid marketing that you wanted to share? And I also wanted you to let it, let people know uh, sort of how to reach out to you if they wanted to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. How to find out more about you and your services. Yeah, definitely. So, paid marketing, definitely. Um, I, I would do your research. 
Um, not all companies are the same. There are a lot of great ones out there, but there are a lot of, of difficult ones as well. So if you're going forward, if you're going to do it yourself, um, I don't recommend doing it yourself if it is um, <laughs> going to be you know, a, a big portion of your business. There's so many things that you have to work on in your business and to defer things that to experts is, is important in anything, whether it's you know, finances or other things you're just not good at, um, you know, defer amount, but um, make sure when you're talking to the right people, look at the contracts and, and that they are um, something that you feel is fair. You want somebody and people that are aligned in your interests and different things that you want to do. Um, and like I said, have, have a whole, whole strategy as well. Um, I've been super fortunate to talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and very successful entrepreneurs. I've made it my mission as soon as I was going to own my own business to talk to as many people as I could that were smarter than me. If I'm the smartest person in the room, like, I don't know, I'm wasting my time. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and all of them have the same answer, which is if you see something's working, deep dive into it, go into it and, and then don't be afraid to pivot. So they've told me something that's really, really stuck with me for a long time, that there are three types of people in the world. The first one is the people that create change. The second one are people that adapt to change. And the third are people that resist change. The people that make the most money are the most successful are the ones that are driving change. You know, they're they're creating new things. They're doing new things. The next ones that are successful and, and doing well are the ones that adapt to it quickly. And the ones that are left behind are the ones that are, are resisting and are frustrated. And so if you know, especially like with marketing and social media, it's inevitable. I mean, you're, if you're not embracing it all, you're behind, right? It's been around for like a decade and it's going to get more and more and more in that way. And so embrace it, you know, and listening to your podcast, obviously they are, they're, they're looking at these different things um, find a good network and find people on your team that you can trust that are keeping up with those things that are happening, you know, otherwise you're going to be left behind and you're always going to be struggling to dig out. And, you know, and that's as an entrepreneur, not where you want to be. That's not why you went into entrepreneurship, right? You're on the cutting right. edge of creation. So, um, you know, that's been, been great. And, and if, if anything, you know, beyond just marketing advice, I would say is, is deep dive into things that work and pivot quickly. Um, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. I mean, don't you wish like when you were first starting out, somebody probably would, would have told you that, you know, kind of like, learn some of that the hard way. It's like, oh, you know, plenty of that the hard way. Yeah. I have to hold on to just, like you invest in something, you hold on to it. Hold, you're like, I could have just pivoted earlier and it would have been. Yeah. Or, uh, so anyhow, gosh, gosh, lots of great information. Thank you so much. So let us know your website, all that good stuff. Yeah, so actually, I can I can give you um, I'll give you my my business number. Um, so just so people can reach out to me mm-hmm. directly, I'd love to talk to anybody, even if they're not looking and you know starting. Um, just having conversations about that, I, I love to learn from people for sure. So my phone number is six three zero eight zero three seven four three nine, and then um, my email is Jessica at new new dash client.com. And I'll send that to you as well. So reaching out to me directly, we can just talk and, and see, even if it's not something that we can help you with right now. Um, I'm, I'm just happy to have conversations for sure. Yeah. Cause I think one of the other differentiators is the fact that you do really guarantee 
a certain number of people being, you know, coming through the, the practice every week. So, uh, yeah. uh, so which is a big difference than like, you're going to have so many likes or impressions or, you know, um, some other, you know, vanity statistics, yeah. so to speak. So. I don't know. I think for, you know, you, you always put yourself in the position of the people you're working with. Mm-hmm. And even before I opened my, my clinic, I would want to know if what I was investing in was going to, you know, yield results. And yeah. that's not quantifiable, you know, in, in terms of that. So I knew if we could get one new patient a day, then you know that that's worth it. And generally in marketing, you know, for every dollar you invest, you want three back. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we were to get 20 people in and you invested, you know, 3000 with us, pretty easy to make 9,000, you know, like that's So we could beat the general statistic from those numbers. Um, and so that's, that's something that's been important. And, and now opening my own clinics, you know, I, I wouldn't open my own clinics if I didn't know that we could deliver what we could deliver. And yeah. so that's why you feel comfortable doing it. And, and I, and I feel like entrepreneurs and clinic owners deserve that. And you're not, you're not, dumb that's what you know you're, yeah. you're smart you, so like okay I'm spending this money for like an impression like you could be sending that impression to India you're like who knows what that right. is you know what right means? right yeah I mean I really appreciate the integrity for sure yeah um, yeah because that's you're like me I'm kind of a numbers girl it's like if I'm not if you're not getting a return on investment then you know <laughs> let's yeah, yeah. stop you know yeah. stop and figure something better out you know so yeah Exactly. And you know, you take risks as an entrepreneur. That's just part of it. You win some, you lose some, Um, but you want to take calculated risks. And so, you know, by offering a a guarantee, it's a little bit more calculated from, from the standpoint of, of the owners. Yeah. Right. Well, I know I'm excited to have a, have a a new uh, colleague and friend in the paid (laughs) advertising area. I I could help create videos all day long and content, but you're, you've got the, that other part totally going on and um, uh, congratulations for all your success. Thank you. uh, And vice versa. I hate, hate content. It's so time consuming. Like it's it's hard, you know, so really glad, really, really glad to (laughs) It's a Become good little friends. relationship. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else? I'm trying to think. No, I, I don't. I, know. I think we've covered all the questions that I had come in about the topic. Um, yeah. And the other thing too for new client, it's actually NU, right? Mm-hmm. And you. NU dash C L I E N T. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jessica at new client. All right. Very good. Well, it has been a pleasure. The time has just flown by. (laughs) I'm so excited. And I know we'll be having more discussions here in the near future. And uh, I really thank you for your time to share your expertise and congratulations again on all your success. Thank you. Thank you you as well. Thanks for having me. All right. Okay. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe. And if you're not a member of Barrage of Business Boss, you might want to consider joining that to barrageofbusinessboss.com. It's an easy membership, great way to work together. And we deep dive on lots of topics. So, and who knows, maybe help Jessica do some training in there too. You never know. <laughs> so anyhow, everybody in the meantime, continue doing that a great job improving the health of your community and have a great day. Thanks again, Jessica. Thank you.